Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Carlos Irza, testo podcast to New Chemist. Welcome by the podcast van the New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axés sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Duepse esclirá. Na odigita estinaxia. Boris na tocanis. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Τραβάχα δούρο. Σέα impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas, estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Werkhart. Wees waarde gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op.
Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is The New Chemist, where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. Cholinergic, cholinergic agonist. In the most well-studied story of cholinergic agents, chol agonists are never pathetic. It can also be called cholino or parasympathomimetic. Acting. directly on the cholinergic receptor with agonist activity or yes sir it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase cholinergic cholinergic antagonist no i'm not a literary literary critic chol antagonist can also be called cholino or parasympatholytic agents in this pharmacodynamic arena as we see what the drug does to the man, we see that coal and tags bind and block the receptor. Oh yes, indeed, yes sir. Coal agents are used for a variety, including this NDD called Alzheimer's disease. Divided into groups from studies, I'm in it. It's divided into the Muska, Rennick, and Nicotinic. Depending on the binding preference, coal receptors in a way show selectivity or pharmacological deference to Muska, Rennick. To muscarine or nicotine. Let's draw that back. Depending on the binding preference, co-receptors in a way 
show selectivity or in quotes oncological deference to muscarine or nicotine musky musky short for muscarine receptor in this scientific homely musky comes from the superfamily of g protein coupled receptors nico nico nicotinic receptors function through the cationic transmembrane ligand gated oh yes oh yes i'm faded ligand gated ion channels for sodium and potassium ions chirality chirality my friend my stereo center friend with its four different groups that are bound to the sp3 carbon do you comprehend understand it well musky has three chiral centers 2s 3r 5s this is great this configuration is not reminding it however has potent receptor binding given the bell van hoff's rule musky can have eight stereo isomers that do send me send me your location musky musky don't need no consternation m1 to m5 let's describe to keep up m1 is a cool special receptor not plural but neural not plural but neural neural in the cerebral cortex hippocampus and the like m1 is implicated in ad or alzheimers and its agonists help with learning and memory m1 is implicated in ad and its agonists help with learning and memory m2 m2 doctor tell me who m2 i love it's there very dear to my heart from predominantly there with m3 abundant no this is not an intellectual hustle m3 is most abundant in small muscle this knowledge is not just this knowledge is not just intellectually sufficient it can also help in overactive bladder treatment m4 and m5 m4 and m5 most definitely are present in the cns and periphery
Furry. Nico. Nico. Nicotinic receptor are present in the central PNS, a neuromuscular junction. Lyrical schemes add to the studying function. Acetylcholine. Acetylcholine. Biosynthesize. It's now on. It's made in the cholinergic neurons by acetyl group transfer from acetyl-CoA. Using choline acetyl transferase, actively transported into cytosolic storage vesicles in those presynaptic nerve endings. This is no time for pretending. You know or you don't, my friend. Please be at peace. Acetylcholine in presynaptive nerve endings is maintained with ATP, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. This is no time for pretending you know or you don't, my friend. Please be at peace. Acetylcholine in Presynaptic nerve endings is maintained with ATP, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. The keys, the key step to remember: keep stepping two, keep stepping on one. Conduction of the signal through the neuron while the action potential. Wow, the action potential opens up the voltage dependent calcium channel, resulting in the release of the star that's a queen acetylcholine let's draw that back the key steps to remember key steps keep on one conduction of the signal through the neuron while the action potential opened up the voltage-dependent calcium channel resulting in the release of the star, that's a uh, queen acetylcholine. Upon release, acetylcholine binds a postsynaptic membrane, B, in the right space. Since unbound acetylcholine is hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase, B, in the right space since unbound acetylcholine is hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase. Cholinergic, cholinergic, agonist. In the most well studied 
story of cholinergic agents. Cholinergic agents. Cholinergic agents. Cholinergic agents. Grateful and humbled to be pursuing further studies as a pharmacist in training in the U.S. These episodes will be under the theme The Journey to Noplex Success. These will cover, in some of the form, key points that stand out to me as I embark on my journey as a pharmacy student and chart a course in Noplex Success. Note the purpose of these episodes. These are not at all for advice or medical suggestions, but to provide support for pair pharmacists and training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. These are not at all for medical advice or for medical suggestions. Please see your local state and board certified physician, PA or NP and pharmacist for medical advice and suggestions. Hindu Chemist becomes a pharmacist in training, the journey to NAPLEX success. So the NAPLEX, the North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination, is a standard examination created by the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy, NABP, to help individual state boards of pharmacy assess an individual's competency and knowledge so that they may be given a license to practice. Some big abbreviations you want to keep in mind, USP, United States Pharmacopeia, 34, and Natural Formulary, NF, 29. So this would be episode 2A. So there will be a 2B and there will be a 2C. So this is 2A. Episode 2A. So biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. So some key ideas we want to keep in mind. Biopharmaceutics is a study. of the relation of the physical and chemical properties of a drug to its bioavailability, pharmacokinetics, and pharmacodynamics and toxicological effects. Key terms in review, your drug product. It is the finished dosage form, example tablet capsule solution that contains the active ingre- drug ingredient in association with non-drug, usually inactive ingredients, excipients that make up the vehicle or formulation matrix. Drug delivery system is a more complete concept, which includes the drug formulation and the dynamic interaction among the drug, its formulation matrix, its container, and the patient. Bioavailability is a measurement of the rate and extent or amount of systemic absorption of the therapeutically active drug. Pharmacokinetics is a study of the body's effect on the drug, ADME. Pharmacodynamics is a study of the drug's effect on the body. So... How we're going to do this episode is going to be completely lyrical. So we're going to begin the lyrical portion right now. Biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. Biopharmaceutics is like a Rubik's Cube with your four ideas making you drool. Bioavailability is a measurement of the rate an extent or amount of systemic absorption. Please take the right portion. A systemic absorption of a therapeutically active drug. Yeah. 
biopharmaceutics includes pharmacokinetics. Ye A, ye D, ye M, ye E. The effect of the body on the drug with that A absorption, D distribution, M metabolism, and excretion. Biopharmaceutics includes pharmacodynamics with the effects of the drug on the man. We are looking at the relation between drug concentration at the site of the action, its response, which is the main caption. Woo! Then we also consider in biopharmaceutics the toxicologic effects. Lest I forget, the drug product in its formulation matrix or vehicle with the active ingredient and excipients. Lest I forget the drug delivery with the dynamic menagerie of interactions among the drug, its formulation matrix, its container, and the patient. Continuing on with the spiel, let's drive the drug transport and absorption wheel across across the cell membrane. The drug molecules enter the bloodstream and are transported to the tissues and organs. Let's look at some key processes in absorption. Transcellular passive diffusion and partitioning paracellular transport diffusion and convection let me add some vocal inflections with your carrier mediated transport and the p glycoprotein mediated efflux which we'll get to in episode 2b these general principles are important you see these general principles are important to know these general principles are important so assemble compose p passive diffusion in thugs they traverse the cell membrane easily than your ionic soluble drugs. We cannot forget the LMWs, the low molecular weight used just like the chemical thugs. Across a cell membrane more easily than the high molecular weight drugs. Let's keep it going. Do you hear what I say? We will progress in pharmacy. HU, you know. Passive diffusion and partitioning within the cytoplasm or the fluid that's 
interstitial your drugs under transport this is not pontificial it's simple the simple diffusion with the great fixed law simple passive diffusion involves the transfer of drugs from an area of high concentration C1 to an area of low concentration C2 according to fixed law DQ over DT equals ideally DA over H in brackets C1 minus C2 where DQ over DT is the rate of drug diffusion you see D is a diffusion code efficient for the drug A is a surface area of the plane across which transfer occurs remember your chemistry thugs H is the thickness of the region through which diffusion occurs and C1 minus C2 is the difference between the drug concentration in area 1 and area 2 respectively. So with the passive drug transport welcome to my conceptual court it involves successive partitioning of a solute between aqueous and lipid phases as well as diffusion within respective phases modifying fixed law please let's applaud I'm kidding but we do this to accommodate partitioning of drug dq over dt equals d times a times k over h in bracket c1 minus c2 where where hold it hold it the rate of drug diffusion dq over dt now reflects its dependence on k the oil to water partition coefficient of the drug as well as on 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 a and in brackets c1 minus c2 rum part tum tum ionization of a weak electrolyte you know i always wanted to be an acolyte a therifer a catechist or a trumpeter you see but today we're talking about my good friend not the trumpeter but le chatelier in the ionization so ionization is affected by pH of the medium in which the drug is dissolved. 
as well as by the PKA. Remember, non-ionized are like the chemical thugs, more lipid, soluble, the diffusive thug, if you will. They are more lipid soluble than the ionized and it partitions more readily. Hopefully by now you realize. Rumpa tum tum, let's have a drum roll. Hey little beggar boy, oh, that's four. The periodic table, let's talk about the transport process that's not a fable. The active transport The active transport of the drug with it moving across a concentration gradient requiring energy, selective potentially, saturation possibility, and competitive it can be. Yet we must look across the hall and see. That facilitated diffusion is on the carrier-mediated transport system walls. Facilitated diffusion occurs across a concentration gradient and does not require energy. Obrigada, e você? Como você está? Tudo bem? Tudo bem? Tudo? Tudo? Wow, follow um pequeno português. So let's talk in English, por favor. Sevo play. With that parasailer transport. Drug transport across. Tight, narrow junctions between cells or trans endothelial channels. No, I'm not talking about fire stick, but let me give you a conceptual trick. Paracellular transport involves both diffusion and convective or bulk flow of water and the accompanying water-soluble drugs through the channels. Through the channels. That can be a hint. Now let's look at the vesicles. Newly minted, minted, minted idea in this lyrical scheme. Vesicular transport is the process of engulfing particles or dissolved materials by a cell. Engulf. Engulfment. Engulfment. Pino, we're drinking. Fago, we're eating. Pinocytosis. Engulfment of small solute or fluid volumes. Phagocytosis. 
is the engulfment of larger particles. Your macromolecules, generally by macrophages. Endocytosis and exocytosis are the movement of macromolecules into and out of the cell. Biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. So we've reached the end of this lyrical scheme. You see, but we'll pick back up conceptually in episode two B. Okay. So grateful and humbled to be pursuing further studies as a pharmacist in the U.S. These episodes again will be on the theme the journey to NAPLEX success. These will cover in summative form key points that sounded to me as I embark on my journey as a pharmacy student on charter course to NAPLEX success. Note the purpose of these episodes not at all for advice or medical suggestions, but to provide support for peer pharmacists in training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. Not at all for medical advice or medical suggestions. Please see your local, state, and board-certified physician, PA, or NP, and pharmacist for medical advice and suggestions. The newcomer becomes a pharmacist in training. The journey to NAPLEX success. The North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination (NAPLEX) is a standard examination created by the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy (NABP) to help individual state boards of pharmacy. Assess an individual's competency and knowledge so that they may be given a license to practice. So, this is an important exam. So, big abbreviations we want to keep in mind as we conclude USP 34, United States Pharmacopeia 34, and NF Natural Formulary 29. So, this is the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. begun with the CYP450 metabolism fun 1A1, you just won, with the detoxification and aromatic hydrocarbon enzymatic hydroxylation 1A2, this is cool, detoxification is its mode again with the oxidation of aralamine, nitrosamine, and caffeine. The facts on the scene and I hear some people have farms of oxen. 1A2 can bioactivate aflatoxin. 2C9 and 2C19 the metabolism of narrow therapeutic window on the scene. 3A4-5 most honorable, most popular you see. Detoxification, and alkylation and especially with morphine and normorphine. 50% of the drug's reactions metabolism on the scene. 2E1, with its preference for haloalkanes. 1B1, we don't want any consternation, this functions to cause bioactivation, not good you see. Let's look at 2D6, with its endalkylation, oh yeah hydroxylation, and yeah delkylation. These are just some of the CYPs you see its enzyme in phase 1 of first pass. With its polymorphism, families, and subclass.
Okay, this is another addendum to the episodes entitled The Journey to Netflix Success. This is another addendum. We're going to be talking about agonists and antagonists and all the different flavors. So agonists are drugs that bind to a cell's receptor in order to mimic the effect of a substance the body naturally produces that binds to the same receptor. Two main classes of receptor ligands in pharmacology, you have agonists and antagonists, and the references for this episode will be listed in the episode description. So agonists tend to be smaller molecules that affect the activation of receptors. Note, this may result in stimulation or inhibition of the cell and organ function. Full agonists produce maximum maximal biological response. Full agonists produce maximal biological response. Has maximal positive intrinsic activity, aka efficacy. Partial agonists, whereas partial agonists produce partial maximal biological response as compared to full agonists. So partial agonists produce partial maximal biological response. Partial agonists have lower positive intrinsic activity and they may competitively inhibit full agonists preventing maximal biological response. So let's run through that again. Full agonists produce maximal biological response. It has maximal positive intrinsic activity, so efficacy. Um, and partial agonists produce partial maximal biological response as compared to full agonists. They have lower positive intrinsic activity. And they may competitively inhibit full agonists preventing maximal biological response. If the partial agonist is bound to receptor, the full agonist uh, typically cannot find. Um, why use a partial agonist? Full agonists may cause too much activation resulting in toxicity or receptor adaptation or prolonged use and desensitization and downregulation. The lower efficacy of partial agonists minimizes the co- these complications. Now you also have inverse agonists. These produce opposite biological response to that of the endogenous agonist. Um, has negative intrinsic activity. So let's talk about antagonists. Antagonists tend to be larger molecules producing inhibitory effects. Effect on inhibitory effect. There are antagonists that act as a receptor, also known as receptor antagonists. So let's let's make sure we keep this thing in focus. So antagonists, by definition, have zero intrinsic activity. Antagonists, by definition, have zero intrinsic activity. Full agonists have intrinsic activity of 100%. Maximum biological response. Partial agonists have intrinsic activity greater than zero, but less than 100 they can uh, partial agonists can competitively inhibit a full agonist um you also have inverse agonists so you have intrinsic activity less than zero and then you also have Then you also have non-competitive antagonists, and those can be unsurmountable, um, depending on uh, them being irreversible or steric. You will get to that. So let's keep going. 
Just a quick note, efficacy is referring to different levels of biological response or intracellular signaling when they occupy the same receptor. Intrinsic activity refers to the maximum positive, maximal possible effect that can be produced by a drug. Intrinsic activity is determined by the drug receptor relationship for a drug that acts on the receptor. Okay, you also have efficacy. Efficacy, also of affinity, which is the measure of the ability of the drug to bind to its molecular target. So the affinity is a measure of the ability of the drug to bind to its molecular target. So we see 50, which is measure of the potency of the drug. So let's keep going. Antagonists. They tend to be larger molecules exhibiting inhibitory effects. There are antagonists that are receptor. These are known as receptor antagonists. Antagonists do not have intrinsic activity. They simply block the agonists from binding. So if we think about these things on a spectrum, when we look at we think about efficacy related to the endogenous ligand, you have your full inverse agonists at uh, less than zero, your partial inverse agonists, still less than zero, you have your antagonists at zero, and you have your partial agonists, which is greater than zero and less than hundred. We're talking about F intrinsic activity, and then you have your full agonist at hundred percent. Okay activity, positive intrinsic activity. So competitive antagonists, reversible or surmountable, binds to receptor at the same site as the endogenous or pharmacological agonists, blocking, agon blocking agonist binding and therefore receptor activation. So it binds to receptor at the same site as the endogenous or pharmacological agonists blocking agonist binding and therefore receptor activation okay so if you were to look at um the plot of an agonist versus agonist effect when you include the competitive antagonist it shifts to the right these are ideal scenarios of course okay antagonism can be reversed by increasing the amount or dose of agonists thus we have the surmountability this is talking about competitive antagonists so competitive antagonists do not affect Agonist efficacy, they do decrease affinity and potency. So competitive antagonists do not affect agonist efficacy, they do decrease affinity and potency. Competitive antagonists have infinity or potency for the receptor, but not intrinsic activity. By definition, an antagonist does not have intrinsic activity. Receptors can interact with agonists or the competitive antagonists. Okay. And that is exclusive. Okay, non-competitive receptor antagonists. Non-competitive receptor antagonists. Non-competitive receptor antagonists, unsurmountable. So irreversible binds to the same side as the agonist, not easily displaced. Generally irreversible due to the covalent bonds between the antagonist and the receptor, reducing the number of receptors available to the agonist. So just a quick aside, picture a graph of an agonist versus a biological response with your minimum toxic concentration referenced and noted and your minimum effective concentration referenced and noted. So let's just think about that. Think about that. And you have your MEC um, below MTC above. So MTC minimum toxic concentration, minimum effective concentration. This is just picture this graph with these points loaded on it. 
Okay. So with the full agonist and partial agonist starting at the same XY point, ideally the partial agonist will plateau between the MCC and MEC. The minimum toxic concentration and minimum effective concentration. Whereas the full agonist will have a higher biological response and plateau higher. Okay, let's keep going. In the absence of stereoceptors, the dose response curve will show lower maximum when the agonist is combined with a non competitive antagonist. However, in the presence of stereoceptors, there is, a grad- there is gradually upgraded upon increasing non competitive antagonists a decrease in agonist effect. So however, in the presence of spareceptors that is gradually upgraded upon increasing non-competitive antagonists, a decrease in agonist effect. So allosteric non-competitive antagonists. So allosteric is referring to the other side, um, and you know, orthosterics is referring to the right binding site. So binding to the allosteric site modifies the conformation of the primary site with negative allosteric antagonists resulting in an altered conformation as less responsive to the agonists. So let's wrap this up. Physiological antagonists, molecules that do not bind the same receptor and as the endogenous ligand, but produce an effect opposite to the agonist effect. Molecules that do not bind the same receptor of the endogenous ligand, but produce an effect opposite to the agonist effect. So this is a physiological antagonist. Now a chemical antagonist, as we conclude, drugs do not interact with agonist receptor, but rather reduce the concentration of the agonist by forming a chemical complex. Um, let's go through that again. Physiological antagonist, molecules that do not bind the same receptor of the endogenous ligand, but produce an effect. Opposite to the agonist effect, chemical antagonist drugs do not interact with agonist receptor, but rather reduce the concentration of an agonist by forming a chemical complex. So hopefully this helped. These are important terms. It's important to know these things. These are like yeah, um, yeah. In a way, these are very important. Very very important. So all the best. Take care. This is the conclusion of this addendum. has begun with the CYP450 metabolism fun 1A1, you just won, with the detoxification and aromatic hydrocarbon enzymatic hydroxylation 1A2, this is cool, detoxification is its mode again with the oxidation of aerolamine, nitrosamine, and caffeine. The facts on the scene and I hear some people have farms of oxen. 1A2 can bioactivate aflatoxin. 2C9 and 2C19 the metabolism of narrow therapeutic window on the scene. 3A4-5 most honorable, most popular UC. Detoxification, and alkylation and especially with morphine and normorphine. 50% of the drug's reactions metabolism on the scene. 2E1, with its preference for haloalkanes. 1B1, we don't want any consternation, this functions to cause bioactivation, not good you see. Let's look at 2D6, with its endalkylation, oh yeah hydroxylation, and yeah delkylation. These are just some of the CYPs you see it's an enzyme in phase 1 of first pass. 
with its polymorphism, families, and subclass. Diversity of approaches. One notable strength of the literature on drug delivery is the incredible diversity of approaches and technologies. Researchers have developed various drug delivery systems, including nanoparticles, liposomes, microparticles, and implants, to address different challenges in drug administration. This diversity reflects the field's adaptability and potential for personalized medicine. Targeted drug delivery. The literature emphasizes the importance of targeted drug delivery systems. Targeting specific cells or tissues while minimizing off-target effects is a central goal. Many studies highlight the potential of ligand-functionalized nanoparticles and antibody drug conjugates for targeted therapy. However, challenges like receptor heterogeneity and limited access to some tissues still exist. Biocompatibility and safety. Ensuring the biocompatibility and safety of drug delivery systems is a major concern. Researchers have made progress in this area, but there is a need for more comprehensive studies on long-term safety, potential immunogenicity, and biodegradability, especially for nanocarriers and biomaterials. Controlled release systems. The development of controlled release drug delivery systems has garnered significant attention. These systems allow for prolonged drug release, reducing the need for frequent dosing and improving patient compliance. Nevertheless, challenges remain in achieving precise control over release kinetics and adapting these systems to different drugs. Nanotechnology and nanomedicine. Nanotechnology-based drug delivery systems have been a major focus of research. While they offer many advantages, such as enhanced drug solubility and bioavailability, challenges include potential toxicity, manufacturing scalability, and regulatory concerns that need further exploration. Personalized medicine. The concept of personalized medicine has gained momentum, with the literature emphasizing the importance of tailoring drug delivery to individual patient characteristics, including genetics and disease profiles. However, the practical implementation of personalized drug delivery remains a challenge, particularly in clinical settings. Emerging Technologies The literature highlights the exploration of emerging technologies like 3D printing, microscale and nanoscale systems, and artificial intelligence in drug delivery. These technologies hold promise but require further research and standardization. Clinical translation. Bridging the gap between laboratory research and clinical translation is a recurring theme. While many innovative drug delivery systems show promise in preclinical studies, the literature often acknowledges the challenges in achieving successful clinical outcomes, including regulatory hurdles and scalability issues. Interdisciplinary collaboration. Successful drug delivery research often involves interdisciplinary collaboration between scientists, engineers, pharmacologists, and clinicians. The literature acknowledges the importance of breaking down silos to advance the field and develop clinically relevant solutions. Ethical and regulatory considerations. The literature recognizes the need for careful ethical and regulatory oversight in drug delivery research especially in areas like gene therapy and advanced biotechnologies. Addressing safety, efficacy, and societal implications remains a priority. History Overview Ancient Remedies 
the history of drug delivery can be traced back to ancient civilizations such as the Egyptians, Greeks, and Chinese, who used various methods like poultices, teas, and ointments to administer medicinal substances. Herbal Medicines For much of human history, medicine primarily consisted of herbal remedies. These were often ingested as teas or applied topically. Pharmaceutical Revolution 19th Century the 19th century saw significant advancements in pharmaceuticals, including the development of standardized dosages and the use of early drug forms like pills and tinctures. Injection techniques 19th-20th century The late 19th century brought about the development of injection techniques, such as the hypodermic needle, which allowed for the direct administration of drugs into the bloodstream. This marked a significant step forward in drug delivery precision. Oral dosage forms 20th century, the 20th century saw the emergence of various oral drug dosage forms, such as tablets and capsules, making it easier to administer medications. Controlled release formulations also began to be developed. Nanotechnology and drug delivery, late 20th century, the late 20th century saw the rise of nanotechnology in drug delivery. Nanoparticles and liposomes were developed to improve drug targeting, increase bioavailability, and reduce side effects. Transdermal Patches 1970s The introduction of transdermal patches like the nicotine patch in the 1970s offered a non-invasive and convenient way to deliver drugs through the skin. Biotechnology and Gene Therapy Late 20th century, early 21st century, advances in biotechnology and gene therapy opened up new possibilities for drug delivery. Viral vectors and gene editing technologies allowed for the delivery of genetic material to treat various diseases. Targeted drug delivery, 21st century, targeted drug delivery systems, such as monoclonal antibodies and nanoparticles, gained prominence in the 21st century. These systems can selectively deliver drugs to specific cells or tissues, minimizing side effects. Smart drug delivery systems, ongoing, research in drug delivery continues to evolve with the development of smart drug delivery systems that respond to physiological cues or are controlled remotely. These systems aim to further enhance drug efficacy and patient compliance. Personalized medicine, ongoing, advances in genomics and pharmacogenetics have led to the concept of personalized medicine, where drug delivery is tailored to an individual's genetic makeup and specific needs. Future directions, the field of drug delivery is continuously evolving, with ongoing research into innovative approaches, such as 3D printing of pharmaceuticals, microscale and nanoscale technologies, and the use of artificial intelligence to design optimized drug delivery systems. In summary, the historical background and evolution of research on drug delivery have been marked by a progression from traditional herbal remedies to increasingly sophisticated and precise methods of administering medications. This evolution continues today, with a focus on enhancing drug efficacy, minimizing side effects, and tailoring treatments to individual patients. Key Papers on Drug Delivery Langer KG. CPS1 releases Carbon Phosphate 
Let's pull out the phosphate using OTC. Let's remember cycle you see. Citrulline your boy can miss me. Aspirin a toxic carbon you see. Hope I got the iron tea. To make iron season make tea in your seat. You recycle. You recycle. I hope Boston times I won't. The feedback regulation fund. I finesse the bottom mode. My go through with ATP. I go hard like Gamma P. I make sure I balance free energy and still good things. There are a lot of good things to rap and rap and rap and see and rap and see. Good things. There's a lot of good things wrapping, wrapping, wrapping the sea, and wrapping the sea. A, A to A. We move and I change. Only partly. I release a few more rate. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Put it on me, yeah you know, lots of jewels and the spinal party. I didn't know me, turn the issue into the urea, with an excuse that we know me. Imagine honesty goes back to sea, urea cycle, urea cycle. I can't release it on my own. And I'm functioning closely. I've been rapping back in mode. My go through with ATP. I go hard like Gamma P. I make sure I release free. Energy and still. Good things. There are a lot of good things wrapping and wrapping and wrapping the sea and wrapping the sea. Good things. There are a lot of good things wrapping and wrapping and wrapping the sea and wrapping the sea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hot, beta. Oh, hot, beta. Oh, hot, beta. I've been very, very, very hungry, you see. Thankful I got this cycle, fatty, and oxidation, you see. 
pull out all the cool ways for me. You know that alpha, beta, omega, you see. I go from ASO to the transenoid. Through your oxidation step, you see. Hope I got the ACD and FAD. They will tell a story that was different from me. Beta oxidation. Beta oxidation. I hope back sometimes I don't. Fatty acid storage front. I finesse the bottom mode. I go down with FAD. I go hard like NAD. H. I make sure I balance free energy. And still. Good things. There are a lot of good things that we wrap in and wrap in and wrap in the sea. And wrap in the sea. Good things. There are a lot of good things that we wrap in and wrap in and wrap in the sea. And wrap in and wrap in and wrap in the sea. A-A-L-Beta-Hydroxyacylacyl and only partly it goes to the beta-ketoacyl, I'm sorry, oxidative step only, all the jewels are crashing this bottom party, yeah you know me, turn the NAD plus into the NADH. Yeah, without these cycles, that we know me. Imagine childish back to a fatty acid. Shorten, 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 shorten. Phosphone, 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 phosphone.
Windows Foster will come with HKRC. G6P is formed using HTTP. Yeah, pull up the PG like I summarize me. You know how I like it with the F6P. I want to foster lay down this screen. With the FPP, I'm moving the screen. All the list releases the app and GPP, but with him and the GPP, I call it six. I call it six. I hope back some time that I don't. This ball is only going to come. I think this will be for sure. Moving on with NAD Plus, I go hard with the 13 BPG. And still, phosphorylate. Link, there's a lot of things that I'm phosphorylating, 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 and phosphorylating. There's a lot of things that I'm phosphorin, 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 3PG is formed, not partly. Only 3PG uses PG, I'm sorry. Moving on again. Yet on Dr. Dude at the Biochem Party. We are the only PGM movie to make 2PG. But I call it Sister Sancho, as no me. Imagine in our life, we want CDs in PEP. I call it Sister I can transfer on my own. I'm in the ATP zone. I'm wrapping this back in the Beyond of using Kyrie. From PEP to Kyrie C. I'm done with this pathway, you see. And still. Phosphorylate. There's a lot of things that I'm phosphorylating and phosphorylating. You see, phosphorylate. There's a lot of things that I'm phosphorylating and phosphorylating. You see. Feel for three minus structure from food. Every minor path we must come in the suit. The other wrap is done finally. Now, Kiwi. DP.
Dollar flaps, it's dependent on K. The oil to wire partition coefficient of the drop as well as on by by on in brackets C1 minus C2 rum part tom tom ionization of a weak electrolyte you know I always wanted to be an acolyte a therapist a catechist or a trumpeter you see but today we're talking about my good friend got the trumpeter but less shot in the ionization so ionization is affected by pH of the medium in which the drug is dissolved as well as by the pKa remember non-ionized are like the chemical Thugs, more liquid, soluble, the diffusive thug, if you will. They are more liquid soluble than the ionized and partitions more readily. Hopefully by now you'll realize. Rubber tum tum, let's have a drum roll. Here little beggar boy, oh. That's four. The periodic table. Let's talk about the transport process that's not a stable. The actin transport. The actin transport of the job. With it moving across a concentration gradient requiring energy, selective potentially, saturation possibility, and competitive it can be. Yet we must look across the hall and see that facilitated diffusion is on the carrier mediated transport system walls facilitated diffusion occurs across a concentration gradient and does not require energy obrigada e você como você está tudo bem tudo bem tudo tudo wow follow um pequeno portuguese so let's Talk in English, por favor. Civil plea. With that parasolar transport. Job transport across tight, narrow junctions between cells or trans endothelial channels. No. I'm not talking about fire stick, but let me give you a conceptual trick. Power cellular transport involves 
both diffusion unconductive about fill of water and the accompanying water soluble drops to the channels to the channels that can be a hint now let's look at the basic codes newly minted 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 idea in this lyrical scheme particular transport is the process of engulfing particles or dissolved materials by a cell engulf engulf meant engulf Keo with drinking Fabo with eating Keocytosis engulfment of small solute or fluid volumes Phagocytosis is the engulfment of larger particles. Chemochrome molecules generally by macrophages. Endocytosis and exocytosis are the movement of macrophage molecules into and out of the cell. Biopharmaceutics and John delivery this tennis So we've reached the end of this lyrical scheme. You see? We'll pick up, up conceptually in episode 2. Oh, okay. So, big phenomenal to be pursuing further studies as a pharmacist in the U.S. These episodes, again, will be under the theme, The Journey to Not Be Success. Please will cover in summative form key points that sounded to me as I embark on my journey as a pharmacy student on charter costs and object success. Note the purpose of these episodes, not at all for advice or medical suggestions, but to provide support for their pharmacists and training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. Not at all for medical advice or medical suggestions, please see a local state and board certified physician, PA or NP, and pharmacist for medical advice and suggestions. The newcomer becomes a pharmacist in training, the genetic NAPNEP success. The North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination, NAPNEP, is a standard examination created by the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy, NABP, to help individual state boards of pharmacy assess an individual's competency and knowledge so they may be given a license to practice. So, this is an important exam. So, be abbreviations you want to keep in mind as we conclude. UNSP 34, United States Pharmacopoeia 34, and NF Natural Formulary 29. So, this is the end of the episode. Thanks for listening.
cholinergic cholinergic agonist in the most well studied story of cholinergic agents chol agonists are never pathetic it can also be called cholino or parasympatho mimetic acting directly on the cholinergic receptor with agonist activity or oh yes so it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase cholinergic cholinergic antagonist no i'm not a literary literary critic chol antagonist can also be called cholino or parasympathetic agents in this pharmacodynamic arena as we see what the drug does to the man we see that chol antagonists bind and block the receptor or oh, yes indeed yes so chol agents are used for variety including this ndd called alzheimer's disease divided into groups from studies i'm in it it's divided into the muska renic anica tenic depending on the binding preference coal receptors in a way show selectivity or pharmacological deference to muscarinic to muscarine or nicotine let's draw that back depending on the binding preference coal receptors in a way show selectivity or in quotes oncological deference to muscarine or nicotine musky musky short for muscarine receptor in this scientific homely musky comes from the superfamily of g protein coupled receptors nico nico nicotinic receptors function through the cationic transmembrane ligand gated oh yes oh yes i'm faded lingen gated ion channels for sodium and potassium ions chirality chirality my friend my stereo center friend with its four different groups that are bound to the sp3 carbon 
do you comprehend understand it well maski has three chiral centers 2s 3r 5s this is great this configuration is not reminding it however has potent receptor binding given the bell van hoff's rule muskie can have eight stereoisomers that do send me send me your location muskie muskie don't need no consternation m1 to m5 let's describe to keep up m1 is a cool special receptor not plural but neural not plural but neural neural in the cerebral cortex hippocampus and the like m1 is implicated in ad or alzheimers and its agonists help with learning and memory m1 is implicated in ad and its agonists help with learning and memory m2 m2 doctor tell me who m2 i love it's there very dear to my heart from predominantly there with m3 abundant no this is not an intellectual hustle m3 is most abundant in smooth muscle this knowledge is not just this knowledge is not just intellectually sufficient it can also help in overactive bladder treatment m4 and m5 m4 and m5 most definitely are present in the cns and periphery nico nico nicotinic receptor are present in the central pns a neuromuscular junction lyrical schemes add to the studying function acetylcholine acetylcholine biosynthesize it's now on it's made in the cholinergic neurons by acetyl group transfer from acetylcholine using choline acetyl transferase actively transported into cytosolic storage vesicles in those presynaptic nerve endings this is no time for pretending you know or you don't my friend please be at peace acetylcholine in 
presynaptive nerve endings is maintained with ATP, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. This is no time for pretending you know or you don't, my friend. Please be at peace. Acetylcholine in presynaptic nerve endings is maintained with ATP, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. The keys, the key step to remember. Keep stepping two. Keep stepping on. One, conduction of the signal through the neuron. While the action potential, wow, the action potential opens up the voltage dependent calcium channel resulting in the release of the star that's a queen acetylcholine let's draw that back the key steps to remember key steps keep on one conduction of the signal through the neuron while the action potential opened up the voltage dependent calcium channel resulting in the release of the star that's a uh, queen acetylcholine upon release acetylcholine binds a postsynaptic membrane b in the right space since unbound acetylcholine is Hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase. B in the right space since unbound acetylcholine is hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase. Cholinergic. Cholinergic. Agonist. In the most well-studied story of cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents. It has begun with the CYP450 metabolism fun 1A1. You just won, with the detoxification and aromatic hydrocarbon enzymatic hydroxylation 1A2, this is cool, detoxification is its mode again with the oxidation of aerylamine, nitrosamine, and caffeine. The facts on the scene and I hear some people have farms of oxen. 1A2 can bioactivate aflatoxin. 2C9 and 2C19 the metabolism of narrow therapeutic window on the scene. 3A4-5 most honorable, most popular UC. Detoxification, and alkylation and especially with morphine and normorphine. 50% of the drug's reactions metabolism on the scene. 2E1, with its preference for haloalkanes. 1B1, 
we don't want any consternation, this functions to cause bioactivation, not good you see. Let's look at 2D6, with its N-delkylation, O-yehydroxylation, and Y-delkylation. These are just some of the CYPs you see it's an enzyme in phase 1 of first pass. With its polymorphism, families, and subclass. Hey, hey, I had a patient. Hey, hey, no consternation. Once upon a time, there was a professor who had to print his name, Nemo Structurio, and his brother Reactivio, Acidio, and his brother Basicio, Nucleophilicio, and his brother Electrophilicio, Equilibrio, Stereochemical, Sterical, and his brother Electronico, and Aegio Selectivio. Each prince was more complementary than their brother, they also in the entire in the mine town called Organico Chemical. One evening, when during the mystical week known as Tanali, they all came together to compete at the Yelly Games. Nemio was the trusty a political person who voted for the PLP, aka Principal Locantine Parenting Suffix. Principal Locantine Suffix. Structure competed in the dance competition, showing his routine independence and online forms. Reactivio participated in the track competition, particularly in the race called the Kinetic 500. A studio and base studio competed in the meditation competition. With nucleophilicial stretching the fathers and electrophilicial serving as the capture for the cheerleaders, Equilibrio participated in the annual Echatius Fencing Competition. Furthermore, Sterical Chemical participated in the art competition focusing on the 3D drawings. Chemical and Electronical being first rivals competing in the rowing competition with Sterical winning at points and Electronical winning at points. The boat race is still ongoing. VGO Selectivio competed in the Mapping competition. These princes still compete today and the story continues. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Carlos Irza, esto podcast tu New Chemist. Welcome by the podcast von the New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here, rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axé sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. 
vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Δούλεψε σκληρά. Να οδηγείτε στην αξία. Μπορείς να το κάνεις. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Trabaja duro. Sea impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Werk hard. Wees waardegedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I.